Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about and we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't got to fuck with me. I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they literally get right here. All right, y'all. I am here, and it is Tell the Truth Tuesday, November 13, 2018. So today's show is called Double Standards, but before we get to all the double standards, I have to finish out last week by saying I said at the end of the day like 5,000 fucking times, so in editing, I was just like, and if y'all don't know me, like I I do edits, but I don't. Like I just I don't have time to be clipping. You know, I said what the fuck I said. Also, there was a portion in the conversation where I said April, and I meant to say Asia because I haven't talked to April, but since we're on April, thank you for that wonderful video. I am so glad that you're in a place of peace and that you are moving forward. I mean, pimps up, hoes down. I mean, nobody can do it like that because I can't have two boyfriends, three girlfriends, all all that type of shit because everybody will kill each other. So... I want to take maybe 10 to 15 minutes to clarify and finish up last week, and then I'm probably just going to go ahead and bury it because it's been purged. But what I will say is I don't take back anything I fucking said. I don't. In addition to that, I want y'all to really think about what what we're doing when I'm I'm sitting here coming from a place of love. You may have thought that I was coming from a place of like, oh, you're just being messy and all types of shit. No, bitch. I'm being fucking honest. And and it's been so long since y'all motherfuckers have really paid attention to honesty and have been honest with yourself and in relationships. Let me say this. Billy was an excellent boyfriend. He was. I mean, literally, he is the snuggles. He is the flowers. All them baths that y'all saw me taking baths in with the flowers, he bought them shits. All them flowers, okay? Come to fight. You know, just, just he was the perfect boyfriend. But when Shan passed away and said his name on the deathbed, I took that as a sign that I was supposed to reconcile with him, go back with him, and and do all these things. Because y'all would be very silly to think that he did one little minute stupid fuck shit that I didn't like in 2015. Did a couple. I'm going to bring up one of them. But I just cut him off. Didn't speak to the nigga for three years. So y'all think that all of a sudden, because I'm dragging him now, that that I'm not hurt, right? I have a right to defend myself. 
Let me tell you how the conversation should have went if people wasn't in their feelings, okay? Hey, uh, I got online, okay? I was reactivated back into the room because I could see that everybody is, is still, you know, just doing what they do and lying about who they are, okay? I'm talking about Billy. So I saw the soliciting for pity, okay, which, of course, you're supposed to offer him condolences. Of course, you're, all of those things were supposed to. Somebody died, of course. I said what the fuck I said when I said that the meeting was canceled not because his, parent, his father passed. His father passed in August. We weren't having this gathering until June. And truth be told, as of right now, the reservations are still at the Hyatt under my name in Sugarland that we gave you the address for, gave you the link. Well, at least I gave it to him, okay? I wasn't in the group at the time. So here you have somebody that's in a group that is going through his healing process, but he's not really going to heal because he's going to keep acting like he's doing other things instead of healing, okay? So when I made the comment, all of a sudden, now he blocks me because he realizes I'm back in the room. I want y'all to focus on the fact that y'all didn't date this Negro. I did, okay? You ain't ever been in this man's house. You ain't seen how he eats. You ain't seen what he eats. You ain't seen what he does. You don't fucking know him at all. And then if you did meet him, you met him because he came someplace with me, okay? You did. So who better than to tell you about his character than someone that actually slept in the same bed as the man? tried to nurture the man. So I'm taking the Shan situation as I'm supposed to be with him, whatever, whatever. I go back down there in April, we get back together, whatever, whatever. Okay. The man literally was sick. I'm talking about to the point of, and I asked him and he'll tell you this. I said, why didn't you tell me that you were this sick? Like on the verge of death. But all y'all motherfuckers in that room didn't take the time, and y'all was in communication with him, to even ask him, like, hey, you all right? You good? I ain't seen nobody jumping on fucking planes. So, yes, I reserve at least $3,000 worth of plane tickets, right, to drag that motherfucker. I do. Because while I was down there handling business, so let me tell you something. You give a nigga your heart, he going to take it and put it under another bitch picture. Okay. When people are focused on their healing, like when I went through my cancer shit with my ovaries and with, with you know, with, with my cervix and all that other shit and my tumors, y'all didn't see me on the fucking Internet. I had been off the Internet for over a year because I was sick and I needed to focus. I didn't give a fuck what y'all was doing. Y'all didn't give a fuck what I was doing, so fuck y'all, okay? So when I went through my court shit, the only person, there was two people that called me, Kia, okay, not Kia, yeah, Kia called me. Okay, told me about that they had this shit on the news with my son and all that other shit. Really hadn't heard from her since. Okay, till Shan died. Keisha called me. Oh, my God, somebody posted in the room. So for y'all to sit there and say, like, we don't even talk about you in the room, that's not fucking true. And I didn't see nobody because I didn't see the, the rebuttal. Y'all didn't post the, the article that came out almost a year later that said that everything had been, you know, exonerated. Everything that the, the Gazette posted wasn't true. So I'm naturally a fighter, especially when I'm being called a liar. I spend a lot of money to make sure that my truth is told, whether it's my son, okay, who recently got into a little trouble, or whether it's me. So you think I'm going to let a human being, a mere mortal, tell a fucking lie on me? So let me tell you how the conversation should have went. Hey, Asia, I heard you was a whore. What? I'm not a whore. Who told you that? Billy told me that. 
She should have called Billy, texted him, messaged him, whatever. I ain't tell Denise that, okay? I ain't tell her that. None of that, she's lying, none of that, no, no, no. It should have just been, I ain't tell that girl that. Me and her beefing right now, whatever, whatever. We're not beefing because I don't really give a fuck if it, whatever happens to you because that's someone else's concern, you know. But it should have just went, well, he did tell me that, and it should have just ended there. I'm not going to call your husband. You don't, you know, whatever. Y'all do what y'all do. But it didn't. Y'all dragged it on, okay? Y'all dragged it on. What y'all don't know is that I spoke with Asia, not that night, but after the show, later on that night in a private conversation, Okay, very different from what you guys saw in the room, which was deleted. Thanks, y'all, because that's real, that's real wonderful. Okay, um, me defending myself, but you can delete it because you know that I'm going to call the state on her. But that's, y'all biased. But just like she saw through people and, and where they stood, I see where people stand as well. Stay your ass on that side then. We cool, just stay your ass on that side. Keep the same energy. Okay, now, I spoke with Asia and she told me that Billy didn't say he was a bum. He didn't say, well, she didn't say that. She just basically was like, he didn't say all the other stuff, but he did say he sent me a link saying that you were in a narcissistic rage. Now, for a motherfucker that's getting online degrees, you really don't have the capacity to tell nobody no shit like that. And that's why I was so upset because I said out of everything that she's saying, I can hear what anger is, but I can also hear what Billy's saying too. So you think, come on, y'all that you're going to call me, you know, out on my mental illness, whatever, which I've been very open, very upfront about, okay, and you think I'm not going to drag your motherfucking ass down Highland Avenue, you would be very fucking silly to think that. You should have said nothing, okay? Or how about this? How about everybody just accept responsibility and say, you know what, if I rob a bank and there's four motherfuckers with me when I rob the bank and I get caught a week later, you think I'm really going to be giving a fuck who fucking told on me? No, I'm facing time because guess what? I robbed a fucking bank. Every single thing that we do in this fucking life has a fucking consequence, okay? Y'all think it's funny when I'm dragging everybody else, and you know I don't give a fuck. I stay on the Internet dragging people. I don't give a fuck, right? But at the same time, it's not funny when it's somebody that you don't even know that just because he's not responding, you're perceiving that as he's, he's a victim and he's, no, he's not a fucking victim. And let's also ab- abolish another myth. Okay, so silence is never misunderstood. I always say that. However, silence is not always warranted. Had I been silent when they accused me of having my baby in the back and all this old crazy shit when I had a gun charge, I would have lost custody of my son and would be in fucking jail had I been silent. No, if you are, are being accused of something that you didn't do, defend your fucking self, okay? The man is not being silent just because, oh, I don't care what she says and she's a liar. and she's a... No, you're being silent because, you know, I could continue to drag you till eternity if I wanted to based on your fucking character. I'm going to drag you a little bit more on this show and then I'm going to be done with you. I'm going to let the rest of the wolves have you, okay? The reason that I drag you, Billy, is because I actually gave a fuck about you. I watched you go from being on medications and being unhappy and being in a depressed state, and I'm thinking to myself, this man got both his parents like, dude, you's a lucky motherfucker. Your parents was helping you pay your mortgage when you didn't have money and all this other shit. That is just really a plethora of wealth that I'm I'm not accustomed to. So when I see somebody else that has it, and really your parents didn't have it like that. They was just working, right? 
when you tell me that you wasn't spending Thanksgiving with your families and y'all having potluck dinners and all this type of crazy shit, I wish a motherfucker would have done that on my mama. My mama was making me come from Florida for at least one of the holidays. She didn't play them type of fucking games. If you didn't come to my mother's house for Thanksgiving, open door policy. Anybody from the street, anybody, you bring your friends, whatever, whatever. But that's how she saw her mother do, Audrey May. Okay? Anybody could walk in my grandmama's house at any time, the, the, the downtrodden, drug, whatever. You're hungry, get something to eat. Okay? So I realize that you don't have those traditions. That's a negative for me. That's a no for me, dog. Okay? I have to publicly apologize to Jahari, and I'm going to tell you why. So y'all sitting here defending this nigga, feeling sorry for this motherfucker and all this other shit. I don't feel sorry for Billy. Y'all didn't love that nigga. I did. I care about him. I care about his well-being. And I know that until he deals with his shadow self, he is going to continue to hurt. He is going to continue to be in a suicidal situation. And now that you really had a life crisis, Y'all sitting up there saying, oh, well, she left him when his dad died. Listen, you don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck either. But let me tell you what I'm going to always do now. I can't nurture everybody back to life. I am already the mother of a 14-year-old. I can't be the mother of a 42-year-old, too. I can't do that. I can't teach you how you're supposed to be with your family. I can't rewind time and go back 20 years of Christmas dinners, Father's Day, you know, birthdays and shit that you should have been around for. I can't do that. And that level of guilt is going to play itself out in every relationship that that man is in until the day he fucking dies. And if he ever becomes a father, okay, for whatever measure he becomes a father in. Y'all sitting up here making posts talking about be careful who you have around your kids and, and, and who you have in your home and all this other stuff because people putting shit out there. Motherfucker, I did. I was careful who I had around my kid and who I had in my home and who I had around my family. And that is why I chose to walk the fuck away because this is not something that I want to deal with or have around my people. I'm just not the same type of person he is. Boyfriend, listen, had this death never happened, that was the most perfect boyfriend I ever had. Okay to have money he didn't have to because I, I knew that that man loved me so y'all sitting up here talking shit to somebody that literally literally told me that he would never cheat on me I said if you ever cheat on me I'll kill you joking around and he said you wouldn't have to come because I would probably kill myself because I waited for this I prayed for this da 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 so y'all think I'm being mean to him no this is tough love he chooses not to speak to me because I caught you doing some shit that you had no business doing. Let me tell you something. Let, let, let me tell you something. I'm going to apologize to Jahari today, right, because y'all are forgetting key character points. While y'all talking shit about me, let's talk about my character. I'm going to always be the person that has to say the truth. You know why? Because people have accused me of so much. People have accused my family members of so much. I'm always going to defend my family. I'm always going to defend myself. I'm somebody's mother. Y'all didn't give a fuck when I'm taking money and doing it. I don't give a fuck how much money you think I got. All my money belonged to my son. See, I didn't have no problem when I was taking money out of my son's mouth. Not really, but really. Flying down to make sure that somebody else's son was okay. Okay? So I'm going to drag this motherfucker until I get my money's worth. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's the only way I can rectify shit. Okay? 
When I told him about the screenshots is when he stopped talking to me. Because, listen, the man wasn't even doing that. You just was lurking. You might have been putting little hard eyes under bitches' pictures and shit like that. But the point of the matter is if you're dealing with a queen, and that's what he used to call me, queen. Okay, so I'm not just saying this is not self-professed. He knows. That's my archetype. He knows. Okay? If you're dealing with a queen, why the fuck is every bloated, puffer fish motherfucking peasant getting the same attention? You'll go and comment and promote everybody else's shit, but you don't promote mine. Bitch, we're not friends. We're supposed to be in a relationship. This was supposed to be a family, right? You think all these people look great and, this, you know, this one with the cat suit and whatever, whatever. Motherfucker, had them come over here and do shit then. Because I'm going to tell you something. When I was sick... And the dude I was dealing with at the time, I'm going to say this, and this is the truth. Everybody know this. The dude I was dealing with at the time, that motherfucker was at my house every day, putting groceries in my house, making sure I was good. That's why after that, no matter what he did, really, and I'm talking about we was on the verge of, like, murder was the case that they gave me, I always just made sure he was okay, okay, because I appreciated that. But I also paid attention to who wasn't there. So those people that were not there, bitch, you could never get none of my time. When, I'm in, when I was in a relationship with your boy, I wasn't um, hitting like on uh, Jeff Logan's pictures over there in Rochester, big built, tatted motherfucker on, on, on Instagram. And see, I could get to Jeff. I could get to Jeff. I could drive up the road and get to Jeff and his daddy. Okay? I didn't do that because I'm like, you know what? I'm in a relationship. I'm not going to do that. And motherfucker, I'm literally a, a public person, a public, a public figure. Okay? So to have somebody who sit in a house all day that just came out of a depression, just came out of an illness, a major illness, and you was there for them, sending them on scavenger hunts for their birthday and flying back and forth down there to make sure they're good. For somebody to call you a liar, bitch, you finna get dragged. And I have to apologize to Jahari because of this. Me and Jahari fell out in 2015 after me and Billy stopped talking, probably about a month later. Because Jahari, and this is for the fellas, so y'all up here defending a nigga that you ain't never met, ain't never laid down with, ain't never been in his house, ain't never broke bread with him. But but let's tell, let me tell you about your boy, because this was a character issue that I should have caught and I didn't catch it. Okay. He, if y'all don't remember the show, remember when I dragged you, Harry? This is gonna go into the the, the double standard segue. Then we are gonna leave it alone. He went out with Jahari for dinner. I didn't know nothing about it. Me and him had only not been together maybe maybe less than 30 days. Okay, now mind you, this this man is engaged to a whole other bitch. Okay, but if you don't give a fuck about your bitch, I don't care about her either. Married, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. Engaged, I don't give a fuck. They weren't even living in the same house, whatever, whatever. And you talk shit about her too. So anyway, which the shit was none of my business. You breaking mortal codes and laws in this pimp game. Okay, so you just finished fucking with me. Jahari calls you and says. I want to go to dinner because I want to talk to you about Tristan. Okay, now I wasn't speaking to Billy. So I don't find out about it till later on because Jahari told somebody and then somehow, some way from Chicago it got back to me or from Texas it got back to me. Okay. So when I, I, I don't know if y'all remember this, but I was on the show cussing her the fuck out. And she was like, please don't say anything. Stop talking because Tristan could be listening to the show. And da, da, da. I said, and I like Tristan. That's why I'm going to say my truth. Y'all didn't have no problem when I dragged Jahari, but hold up. Y'all didn't drag Billy, though, because guess what? Tristan was your homeboy. What the fuck are you doing going to dinner with somebody else's bitch, and she specifically told you, I want to go to dinner because I need to talk to you about Tristan, and you went. And let me tell you why I really stopped fucking with Jahari, because she told me that Billy had made sexual advances at her. 
I didn't believe her. I said, bitch, no the fuck he didn't. Not with your predator ass. No, he didn't. Okay? No, he did not. Okay? Never spoke to Billy again. And I said this on the show. I'm going to find the show. It was back in 2015. It had to be around September, give or take, that this happened. So all these years, I never said nothing about it. So I get back with Billy this year. We're down there talking. And he tells me the opposite story, that Jahari came at him sexually. And that when we have the meet and greet in Houston, that he was going to try to call Tristan right before the meet and greet and tell him about the inappropriate situation. I said, you never told Tristan that you went to dinner with her? He was like, no. I said, oh, nigga, she done already told him, and you ain't heard from Tristan? He was like, no, not really. So you see how silence isn't always the thing to fucking do? So I have to apologize to Jahari because you know why? I don't know which one of y'all came at each other. What I do know is that niggas don't give a fuck who they fuck. If there's some pussy available or a bitch that they think can fuck, Billy doesn't have a type. And you got to be careful, women, with dudes that don't really have a type because they're going to embarrass you every motherfucking time. Oh, you like thick bitches? Wait a minute, but I'm not thick. Oh, you like swollen bitches? Okay, Okay, you like short-haired chicks, dark skin, light skin, whatever. You can like whatever you want. Okay, just leave me out of it because I don't, I don't fit into the category with what he likes, to be honest with you. And that's okay, but then you shouldn't have just even been in my pool. You shouldn't have been in my motherfucking pool. So I have to apologize to Jahari because, to be honest with you, this whole time I'm sitting here thinking that it was you that came on to him because I couldn't believe he would do some shit like that. But then I'm seeing some of the shit that he likes and hits like and is looking at and saying and spewing and then how he thought that his minute conversations with Asia were something. And according to Asia, he's delusional because she would have never fucked with Billy. That is not the story that I heard. So now I got to be looking at the person that I was dealing with like, is this nigga delusional? Like, what? you know what I'm saying? But you sent a link to Asia saying I'm a psychopath and I'm a, nar- and I'm a narcissistic. Like, so you didn't even just say, oh, the bitch is crazy, like, you know, dismissive. Like, you sent a link with some information that you are not qualified to give. Now, that is slander. I ain't going to sue the motherfucker because he don't have nothing. But what I'm saying is, is that if you're in a relationship, so, okay, for example, say, me and Billy, you know, me and Billy don't ever be cool, whatever. That's fine with me. I don't give a fuck, okay? But if I start dating 50 Cent, I would be very motherfucking stupid to think that I'm going to be hitting like on a bunch of other dudes' pictures and I'm going to be being disrespectful after everything 50 done did for me, right? And that when me and 50 Cent break up, he is not going to drag the fuck out of me on the Internet because that's what he does. And for the record, 50 Cent is a cancer as well, a moon child. Same. Okay, birthdays, I think it's like a week apart, okay? You knew when you started fucking with me that I was a writer, that I was a blogger, that I had a radio show, that I do all these things. Anything that I do out here in this world can be used for material, okay? Now, you'll never make a book because you did not make a positive impact on my life. You didn't. What you did teach me, Billy, though, and I'm thankful for this, is that I cannot raise somebody else's raggedy ass son. I cannot do that, okay? I have spent my whole life raising other people's kids. I'm tired. And had it not been for that death, and you know I'm very sorry about your father. I was there. Y'all motherfuckers can say whatever the fuck you want, bitch. I wasn't there, 
I was there. From the minute that man called me, it wasn't no, you know, well, maybe I'll. No, I was down there for damn near, what, eight days, took off work, called in the whole shit. I don't miss no money. For no nigga, I don't do that. Okay? Came down there, cooked, did all that. Took you to dinner. It was like you was my bitch after a while. And I think what happened was Billy started getting complacent in the relationship. Like, well, Denise is always just paying anyway. Denise is just, she come and get groceries. Why the fuck? Because, you know, that's just how I am. But then when I started thinking about it, it wasn't the money. It was like, why the fuck am I buying groceries for your motherfucking house? Okay? Why are we not, you know, even going over here or hitting a movie or you setting up something when you know I'm going to be here? Now, my birthday, I will say this. He did you know, spend some money on my birthday, the birthday weekend, because we did San Antonio, we did Austin, where I bought my cowboy boots. He was supposed to buy them, but I ended up buying them, because when I went to put the shit to the register with the python and all that shit on it, which is what he knew I wanted to buy, the nigga went to the bathroom. I don't like shit like that. Just listen, if you fucked up, just tell me you fucked up. So just like you dudes always be accusing women, you know, accusing women of being gold diggers, it's dudes out there that's very comfortable with the fact that their girl will pull out their wallet. On God, I don't think there's very many relationships I've ever been in where I pull my wallet out. And I don't know spoiled shit because I cook every day, whatever, whatever. Everybody did their part in my relationship. And, Billy, I don't feel like you did your part. I feel like in the beginning you just thought, listen, let me tell you something. I'm kind words, but I'm also gifts and gestures. Okay, so, yeah, you, you sent me a little crystal wand, and, you know, we everything was great. Perfect boyfriend. But if it would have got a little bit further, I was going to have to check your receipts financially. Because guess what? Don't y'all Bible tell me I'm supposed to be equally yoked? If we wasn't equally yoked, that wasn't going to work. Because the way you spend your money, I don't spend my money that way. Okay? I don't go out to eat, whether it's takeout or not. And you can do whatever you want to do because you don't have kids, you're single. But that's how come you end up being thirty dollars and $40,000 in credit card debt, and I don't even have credit cards. I literally just got a credit card like two weeks ago, maybe a month ago. I think my first bill is due. And it's for like a couple hundred dollars so when I go and rent cars when I'm out of town, Boston to be specific. Okay? We have to stop, you know, entertaining this narrative of thinking that, just because, you know, um, I cared about you or something, I will not drag your motherfucking ass because I will. You are living in a fucked up place. You're about to go through something really fucked up, and I want to say here on the open air, you can call me anytime. I don't need no apology from you. You're hurting yourself. But eventually, like I tell all you motherfuckers, you're going to need a friend. You're going to need somebody that can get shit done. You're going to need somebody maybe to come help you do something. And I would hope that because we were close that you would call me and say, listen, I don't really want to talk about much. I just need to talk. I'm going to always be there because, yeah, you hurt me a little bit, but you're mostly hurting yourself. So y'all are very silly to think that I'm dragging this Negro and I hate him and all this other shit. No, absolutely not. I was meant to come into that man's life. I was meant to nurse him back to at least a healthy state. But what I'm not going to do is allow you to disrespect me like that. And then I have to go through your grief with you because you didn't do what you should have been doing as a son. And I did everything that I could have done, even hurt myself to be in a better place my mom. You let these white people tell you that you, your dad is toxic and all this other shit. That's still your daddy. If he was not whooping your ass, abusing you, and letting you get piped down by other niggas, like 
listen, it's not that bad. And I'm not here to, you know, navigate nobody's pain, but I'm very proud of myself, y'all. Like, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I'm very proud of myself that I did not take on yet another Negro project. I I have a son. I I can't do that. I'm very proud of myself, you know. Billy ain't did nothing to me personally. Y'all have to understand, hear me when I say this. He did this to himself. You have to explain how you fucked up a relationship with a woman that was willing to spend any copious amount of money to make sure that your house was, listen, I was going to move into his house. I told him, I said, I'll, I'll earmark twenty, thirty thousand to put renovation into the house. This is the same house he lived in with his ex-wife because I don't believe in getting rid of, rid of real estate. Now, eventually I was going to buy my own house. Y'all know that. I was going to be like, I don't really feel comfortable. But for the most part, let's get your house ready to sell. That's the type of boss shit I was doing. Are you going to disrespect me? I'm a liar. I'm this. I'm that. I'm a boss. Don't ever, ever, ever try to. Listen, you need to boss up and get where the fuck you need to be going in life before you try to go swimming in anybody else's pool. You had already taken some time off day. You need to take some more time off. Me, I'm chilling. A man might come tomorrow and I'll be in love with him. A man might not come for two years. I don't, I don't be stressing you motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As long as I'm out here getting money, taking care of my kids, doing my mentor programs and doing literally the 100,000 other things that I have to do, I'm super fucking good. I'm coming from a place of love. Y'all think that because somebody is telling the truth about somebody that that's a place of hate and bitterness and I'm unhappy. Bitch, I'm happy as fuck. You hear me? That I don't got to spend no more money to go down there and be around somebody that when I flew down there, and then I'm going to end this, um, this is when I knew I couldn't be with him no more either because this is a character issue for me, okay? I, I would fly out of Detroit sometimes because as a mother, listen, I have money to do anything I need to do, okay? But I have to justify it. So if I'm looking at a pair of boots and they 700 and I, and, and I know I'm only going to wear them boots one time, I can't justify that, Okay? I'd rather get the boots that $60 because I don't give a fuck where I shop. I'll go from, from, from vintage to Versace. I'll go from the Goodwill to Gucci. I don't care. If I like it and look nice, I'm getting it. I, have, I collect clothes. I'm good. So if I'm justifying spending all this money flying, I said, you know what, I'll just drive, I'll just drive to Detroit three and a half hours through Canada. I live right here by the border. I said, and I'll fly to Detroit, and it's a straight, straight flight. When I bring my son down there, that's what we do. We fly out of Detroit, Cleveland, or Pittsburgh, straight flights. And during Hurricane Harvey, that was the only reason I was able to get my baby home from being down there with his dad is because it was a direct flight. I've been doing this a long time. So I fly out of Detroit. I miss my flight to get down there to be with Billy for his dad's funeral, days before the funeral, because I want to make sure my baby is okay, my dude is okay. So I get down there, and my car starts fucking up. My car was something, I have a Jeep, so something was going on where my truck wouldn't go more than 40 miles an hour. And this did this and made me miss my flight, which is how I ended up in Denver in the first place and then flying back down to Houston. So I'm in my car for six hours for something that should have took me three and a half hours just so I can get to you. Not once, not twice, but three times I did this for you. Okay. That's not even including the other flights, okay? So on my way home, I left a day early, okay, because Spirit told me, don't book your round-trip flight, just something to happen. So something was going on with my son. I had to come home immediately. So his dad's funeral was Saturday. We came home that Saturday night. 
Sunday, we chilled. I was out Monday morning. Okay, I wasn't supposed to leave really until Wednesday. Okay, I had made arrangements, everything. So, plane, I called Saladin, I called Carolyn, and I called Billy. And I said, okay, I landed in, in Detroit. He says, okay, babe, um, let me see how your car going to work. So I told him, I said, damn, all the lights is going on again. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take me six fucking hours to get home, man. So he's like, okay, well, just call me when you get home or if you need something. I said, okay. So when I called Carolyn, it's my white girlfriend, she said, bitch, what you mean something wrong with your car? She said, I'm going to stay on the phone with you this whole time while you drive through Canada, another country that AAA don't work over there, our AAA don't, which I need to invest in, Canadian AAA, but I don't have it. Meaning if I would have got stranded on the road, like I'm fucked because now I have to have somebody come through another country to come get me and bring me home and then figure out what we're going to do with my car. Carolyn stayed on that motherfucking phone with me for six hours. I didn't get home till 6.30 that morning on a trip that should have taken me three and a half hours. Now, when I got home, I don't even think I bothered to even text or call Billy because damn, okay? It just, that's what I mean when I say things get put into perspective, right? And that's part of that double standard. It should be that our man stayed on the phone with us or was calling every hour or setting up like something, nothing. So that day I didn't speak to the motherfucker. All day Monday I didn't speak to him. And he calls me Tuesday, and he says, well, I assume you got home, whatever. He's like, I didn't call you yesterday because I figured you was trying to. And I said, I snapped on him because that's when I knew the relationship was over. I said, because after just everything I've seen with the funeral and everything. And I said, no, motherfucker, I didn't call you. The fuck you mean? No, I didn't call you because I was fucking busy and I was tired from having to travel 10 and 12 hours, you know, and then he's still with the disrespectful shit, Right. So he knew when I came home, and he'll tell you this, that the relationship was over. And I don't know if intrinsically he knew why the relationship was over, but I said, like I said, I'd stay with him maybe a month after that, and I just I couldn't deal with it. Fuck Mexico. We were supposed to be in Mexico City for Day of the Dead, Day of the Los Muertos, all that shit. I couldn't deal with it. So I apologize to Jahari because now it's not clear, okay, whether you made a sexual advance or he made a sexual advance, what I do know is that y'all both grimy as fuck because y'all shouldn't have been nowhere at nobody's dinner to talk about your man. And I said on the show, I said, Jahari, you got a problem with your nigga, you go talk to your nigga. You don't talk to other niggas about your nigga, especially not their hygiene and all type of other shit. You got a problem with your nigga, talk to your nigga. Let me say this. Anything that I said on this show, I told Billy to his face. And if I didn't tell him to his face, I damn for sure told him over the phone, text message, whatever, whatever. So this is not a shock. So now let's get into the show about the rest of the double standards, okay? So I was sitting here, and we were talking about the AIDS rate, okay? And we were talking about how black women, especially married black women, are now the new face. They're the highest-growing group of women or highest-growing group of new AIDS cases, okay? Yo, and I was sitting there and then became disgusted because I didn't even think about the aspect of the fact that, you know, it's not just the down low brothers and dudes out here cheating as to why women are, you know what I'm saying, being infected at at such a high rate. Yo, y'all broads be out here fucking too and contracting it in outside relationships. And I never even, because I just, I don't think of women that way, 
or, you know, it's just unheard of, you know, for a woman to go to the left on her husband's like, wow, he must have did something or whatever, whatever. But now I'm starting to see more and more that it's a lot of people out there that's getting fucking bamboozled. So I want to address that. That's a double standard. There's also a double standard in people thinking that when you are trying to vibrate higher, as I mentioned earlier, that you just ignore all the negativity and you just, nah. Queen Oprah comes down off her throne sometimes to swap flies, okay? Everybody has a right to be the way that they are. And so if I'm a certain way and y'all are asking me to be another way, that's a double standard because y'all don't say nothing when it's Martin Lawrence and all these different celebrities using their marriages and their relationships as material. That's a double standard, okay? We also have a double standard that we assume that, you know, we could just play with people's feelings and we could just do whatever the fuck we want and it doesn't affect other people, right? I am guilty of thinking that just because I don't text other dudes and fuck other dudes in my relationship that my dude is going to do the same. That's a double standard. Because if I even, listen, I told you before, I don't know what type of dude y'all chicks be dealing with, and maybe I just deal with straight (laughs) gangsters or whatever, but, but they have been in corporate America, all that stuff. Listen, my phone, me texting, me tagging, stuff on the Internet, that has never been a problem or an issue in any of my relationships, but yet on my end, but yet it's okay for the man to do it. And 90% of my dudes, like the last like three dudes I dated, you're talking about over the last decade, they ain't even on the Internet. Never been a problem. So I also wanted to bring up um, the murders of two girls in my city. And uh, Kenya Thornton, which she was remarried, but I know her sister African. Um, and uh, I think her name is, uh, what is her name? Lanera Streeter. Okay, Lanera uh, passed away in 2006, 26 years old, murdered by her little boyfriend. Um, and then he, tur- well, he shot her in the head, point blank, and killed her immediately. And then shot, I believe it was the cousin that was there. This is over in Uni Park Little Projects. Not even five minutes from my house, I could walk there. And paralyzed another girl, went to prison. Okay, he's in prison for life. Okay. There's a double standard that says that, well, she must have done something. Or, or you know, something must have happened. Kenya got her head damn near cut off by her husband who was out gallivanting, being deceitful, lying, fucking bras that work at Wendy's, Arby's, that type of shit, Right. If I'm not mistaken, Kenya was getting ready to move to North Carolina. Y'all women have to stop thinking (laughs) that just because you have left the relationship that they're done with the relationship, okay? Double standard. That's what we think. Most women, when they're getting murdered, one of two reasons. Either they're trying to leave the relationship or they're pregnant a very dangerous time for women and that's why I have these mentorship programs that's why I'm always available to talk if people are in danger and they need a place to go I make arrangements for that okay my mother was in abusive in a in a abusive relationship like that okay I talk about it in my book stay in your lane I, I briefly touch on that one with her and my dad but there was another that she's in an abusive relationship with not my stepfather um when you grow up seeing that you think that it's normal, 
right? So the double standard with that is is that why is it that you think that you could just, like men think this, men think that they could just go around fucking with people, right? And then when you end up on an episode of Snapped, it's like, well, wait a minute, she was crazy, she was all this, she was all that, but y'all can be emotional and y'all kill women every single fucking day for less than cheating for, because she don't want to be with you. There's a double standard attached to that. So I'm crazy because I'm calling somebody on their truth, and you'll rather believe the, the, the pretty, pretty lie than the ugly truth. Why is that a double standard? Why is it okay for someone to drag me, but I can't drag them back? You started the fire, I just blew up the whole building, leveled it, nuclear. We have to stop as men and women having these double standards. If you don't want her doing some shit, don't you fucking do it. Because I used to tell motherfucker all the time, listen, (laughs) you can do whatever you want in a relationship. Everybody got free will. But just keep in mind, when I go to do it, I'm going to hurt your motherfucking feelings. See, because I'm not going to choose some puffer fish dude off the Internet. No, I'm going to choose somebody that is literally the exact opposite of everything that you're doing. He's going to be the exact opposite. He's going to be some serious shit, and you're going to be sitting somewhere fucking with your feelings hurt. But then I also realized that's a dangerous thing to do because the type of dudes that I deal with, not Billy, but the type of dudes that I deal with, they don't give a fuck. They going to jail. They don't give a fuck. What type of man would do that? Shit, when you take everything away from a man, his job, his freedom, his security, and then you take away his woman, that man will kill anybody, right? So what do you think women do? When women are out here knocking y'all motherfucking heads in and blowing your brains out and all this other shit, you know why a woman usually has done that? Because you have probably abused her for so many years that she just got to the point where she said, you know what, I'm just, you know what, I'm going to kill you, you, and the dog. There is a double standard attached to that, okay? Y'all have to stop thinking that because someone is in a spiritual realm or they're working on their spiritual self, that they are a saint, okay? It's okay for men to talk about all the shit that women do and don't do, and that's why you can't keep a man. Well, bitch, you can't keep no woman. But I don't hear too many women saying that either, and that's why you're single. Bitch, you're single too, Y'all, why don't y'all start checking them when they say this? I don't understand. But then when I say it, it's a fucking problem. All these cats, let me tell you something. You know I have had more, um, not so much death threats, but just threats with legal shit and all this other shit because of my books. But here's the crazy part. I don't put names. So unless you know me personally and know the people I'm talking about, there, not one person has ever come to me that knew the whole story that ever read my book and said that shit wasn't true. I had one motherfucker that was in prison that was like, now, nah, you know, you shouldn't have wrote all that. And, you know, my wife currently, because he's currently married, um, wasn't back then. My wife read that, da, da, da. I said, listen, and your wife is going to sit here and attest to the fact that she was there the one time when you punched me dead in my face in the middle of a crowded club, probably about a thousand people in the club, Right. I didn't know I was doing all that to you. I didn't think it was that bad. I said, well, these hospital records over here at Memorial Hospital are going to say otherwise. Concussions, you know, broken clavicle, fucking pelvic fractures, like all types of shit, right? And not one time did I ever call the police. And I was severely abused. Now that I look back on it, I don't like to say that, but I was severely abused by not one but two men. Every time for trying to leave. 
I wouldn't even, listen, that's what I said. I couldn't even, like, walk up the street. So that's why when people, like, accuse me of shit, like, oh, you was a hoe and this is, bitch, when? I dealt with two psychotic motherfuckers for years, and the one, he just literally, he wasn't going. That motherfucker was like, no, we together forever, and that's it. Ten years later, 17 years later, motherfucker fucking take you out for saying some shit about me. To this day. So I just, you know what I'm saying? I just leave that at, at where it is, right? But I'm crazy because I wrote a book, and then he said, I should sue you. I said, listen, you can't, but the bottom line is this. Because you try to come at me, I'm just going to start pulling the receipts, okay? And I don't know what the statute of limitations on shit is this, but just be glad that you never went to jail then. Now, after 1993, when Nicole Brown Simpson got killed, they started putting laws in place that stated that you couldn't go to the hospital no more and say that you got beat up and then drop the charges, which I never mentioned under my dude's name. So when people say things like I'm a liar or I talk to the police or I bought a judge and all this type of crazy shit, I take that shit seriously, and that's why. You're not dealing with somebody that just now got some new demons. My demons is old and ancient, and they will fuck you up. So just leave them alone. They're like, bitch, we've been down here chilling and shit, but since people want to bring up old shit, let's go. Okay, so I don't take liar and hoe and all that other shit, you know what I'm saying? And if you read any of my material, any of my books, you'll know why that the sexual shit to me is just, I've been not prude, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't give, I don't lend my body to people like that, okay? So, you know, I had that situation where dude was like, you know, I, I said, listen, you knew what you was doing when you was doing it. We was young now. Okay, so I forgive him. We cool. I'm cool. Listen, to be honest with you, I'm cool with anybody I ever used to fuck with. Because I look at their situation, I say, I know that they loved me. I think I only had maybe one dude where I was like, this motherfucker didn't give a fuck about me at all. And I accept that. Maybe for like a brief moment he loved me, but then like something happened and it was just, and I had to let it go. So if I can look at every man and say that I know Billy loved me, I know Antonio loved me, I know, you know, Archie loved me, I know this person here loved me, I know my husband loved me, okay, it's easier for me to heal because it's like these people were not coming at me, you know, for pain. They were coming at me more or less for survival, right? So maybe they weren't taught how to love somebody like me. Or maybe they weren't taught how to love women at all. Maybe they like women, they like to fuck women, but they don't like women, if that makes sense. So we have this double standard that we think that something is wrong with women because we choose to be single. Ain't nobody finna deal with all this mess and all this trauma and drama that all these men have. And I think that it's really sad that as men, you guys co-sign each other with this bullshit-ass fucking behavior. I ain't never seen or heard about no dude calling his mans like, bruh, is it true that you did this, this, and this? Oh, man, you're going to have to get your shit together. I ain't never heard enough. Listen, and you want to know how I know that women be going through it? Whenever you see women and they, they spend a little bit of time apart or they, you know, beefing a little bit, it's always over. It's one of two things, either over a dude or it's over the fact that she need to get her motherfucking shit together. I'm not fucking with her until she get her motherfucking shit together because, you know what, I'm tired of telling her. See, a woman will tell another woman. Bitch, you're fucking up. You're doing fucked up shit. You look crazy. You're gaining weight. Y'all dudes co-sign each other to doing all types of crazy shit. 
And then y'all wonder why. Then y'all be mad at me or women like me. Oh, you're just, she's just dragging him. She shouldn't have told nobody their personal business. Bitch, are you crazy? If that was my dude, that is a reflection of me. That's just like me dating a dude that don't take care of his kids. A, that would never motherfucking happen. So I don't give a fuck if he just paying you $20 in the child support. We don't have all this shit taken care of because you're not going to come up in none of my forums, public speaking, book signings, none of that shit, talking about I don't live what I preach, okay? No, 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 no. Everybody getting paperwork. Everybody taking care of their kids. Everybody getting acknowledged, paternity tests, all that shit. I don't play them type of games, Okay. There's a double standard that we sit there and we say that because women get to a certain age and we don't have children and we're not married, something's wrong. What about you, motherfuckers? Because let me tell you something. I know three right now, not married, no kids, successful, attractive. Ask them motherfuckers what the fuck the problem was. And they're not surgeons. It's not like they were studying for a cure for cancer. They were just out fucking hoeing, just like the bitches that y'all talk about be doing. They was out hoeing, they got caught up, uh, was fucking around so long, they looked up, they was 45, they was 42, they was 39. Now your balls is hanging wrong, they uneven, they sagging and shit. Don't nobody want to fucking see that. Shit. And why is it a double standard? Why why can men go and start getting the younger girls? Y'all women better get y'all one of these young young little baby cats. Mm-hmm. Y'all better get y'all somebody, you know, seven to ten years younger, okay? Because some of them might have been ruined. Some of them might have been looking for somebody just like you, literally, because they tired of the little hood rats and the and the Instagram models and all that other shit because they, they, they realize something that the older men have not realized. That shit is not real. <laughs> so the younger cats, they come with their own little slew of problems. Like sometimes you don't know who the fuck they be talking to. Like as far as like when they talk to you crazy, you be like, what? who was you talking to like this, Skipper? Skipper, tell me who who you was talking to like this, or who were you treating like this? But one thing I will say about younger men, they're very appreciative, okay? They ain't got no problem when you go in that bedroom. At least most of them don't, you know, and they have different ideas. They still have hope. Men get to a certain age, and why is it that all of a sudden y'all motherfuckers get to a certain age and y'all just stop growing? Y'all just decide that you just don't want to learn nothing else. You're just going to sit around and just do the same shit you was doing before. And then if you do try to do something that's so astronomically opposite and ridiculous that you're going to waste money trying to figure it out, okay? So I'm going to leave the show. I did want to um, play for y'all my little Cardi B song, Money, because, listen, why is it a double standard that a woman gets called a gold digger because she be about her money, whether it's your money or her money, and what do you call a man that just fucks with a girl for money? Okay? I, I, I don't know. I call them gold digger niggas, but that's just me. And they exist. And some of the younger cats be this way, too. But if you got to have a dude use your car to get to work and all type of other crazy motherfucking shit, and he passed college age, like, you got to let that go. There's a double standard because everybody got to be equally yoked. So women shouldn't be equally yoked, too. So if I make a certain amount of money, am I wrong because I want a man that makes a certain kind of a money, too? Right? Or that can save money or that doesn't have credit cards or that doesn't do this or that doesn't do that? I need to know. We have to stop, you know, trying to swoop in and save people because you might be interrupting their motherfucking karma. Y'all motherfuckers are so quick to be like, oh, Denise is just so crazy. What about this motherfucker's character? This nigga just basically told everybody for years he wasn't shit and y'all didn't believe him. 
You knew he cheated on his fiance with me. You knew he left. You knew he was out with Jahari. Y'all ain't said shit to this man, but y'all, but y'all don't believe me, who has been found innocent of every motherfucking thing that the paper, the, the jail, the, the people, the lawyers, everything said is not true. So we go from Denise is lying to, well, she didn't have to say all that. Bitch, that's the fuck I did. I surely motherfucking did. Because you know what? I live out loud. When men live out loud, Y'all praise that shit. Yes, he's living his best life. So I can't live my best life. I am proud of myself for the lesson that I learned about humility, about mercy, and about forgiveness. Billy didn't do nothing to me to make me have to forgive him, whatever, whatever. He has that cross to bear with his family. All that's left to his family is his mother. All the more reason that for the last 20 years, 10 years, whatever, he should have been while you're making amends with all these fucking bitches that you fucked over. No, make amends with your dad. Make amends with yourself. Have Thanksgiving with your mom for once. I'm glad that she's in the house. And I was going to be there for that 100%. I love your mom. I, I think she's amazing. But that's also because I miss my mother. So you see how that because of your character, was never going to work with you and I. And had the death of your father never happened, I wouldn't have known. doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you ain't the motherfucker for me. I can't, I can't fuck with nobody like that. But your character also, and the, and the fact that you're wishy-washy, and, and you have double standards, and you lie to yourself, you're never going to heal. You're never going to heal like that. And you're going to need a friend. You are. You're going to need a friend. I told you, don't say my name. On September 23rd, I told you, don't ever say my name. I didn't drag you publicly, okay, until this happened. If you stop being so worried about people pitying you and feeling sorry for you and figure out who the fuck you are, you got a lot of soul searching to do. You, you, you really do because you can't keep looking for cures in people's pussies and online and in porn and everything else. You can't do that. And you shouldn't let other people talk about people that you loved or that you cared about. It was between me and you. You involve somebody else by saying, sending her links to, site, you know, all type of disabilities and shit like that. I didn't see you trying to help me when I was going through it. None of y'all did. Okay? So don't have a double standard and think that just because he's silent and I'm more boisterous that obviously I, I'm, you know, the crazy one. No, I'm the motherfucker that's telling the truth so people can live their life. Now, I'll be waiting on you to call my phone number the same. If you choose not to call, that's not my fucking problem. But definitely don't do this. The reason, let's, let's keep it all the way, G. You were embarrassed because silence also equals embarrassment. You were embarrassed that you got caught with another Instagram page liking bitches' pictures, right? Under normal circumstances, I wouldn't have cared. But the reason I had to bring up the sex addict shit is because you specifically said that that was not something that you were supposed to be doing because it affected your sobriety, Right, So you can sit in that room, a lot of all them white people and whoever else is in there lying about they shit too. You're not getting better. Okay? When my dad died, child, I wasn't on the Internet for months. When I was sick, wasn't on the Internet. When my mama died, wasn't on the Internet. Internet is not my fucking friend. So unless the Internet is making me money, I will be taking time to grow and focus on my fucking family, my personal shit, and then try to come back when I'm healthy. You're not healthy right now, Billy. And so maybe your therapist or don't nobody know you the way that I know you because I actually laid next to you when you slept and would get up in the middle of the night and go sleep in the living room on the couch because you wanted to be closer to the dog. That's the type of shit, like I said, that you have to deal with. You have been traumatized somewhere. I cannot help you. And I definitely can't help you because you keep lying to yourself. I could be all types of psychotic and crazy and whatever, whatever, but I'm loving. And what did you always used to tell me? I'm kind. 
Make sure you tell the people that too. Because just like I said, I wouldn't let nobody else talk about you. Like I said, you were an excellent boyfriend. Boyfriend. You would not have been fit to be my husband, and that's okay. Not in any lifetime. You could die and come back to, to, to life 15 times. Okay? It would never work. And I specifically said this because the way that you were with your father prior to his death and then during his death and then the way that you just, just your whole vibe during that time. And you know what I text you, what I really think happened, and that is another reason that I am terrified to even just, I, I, it's not going to work. Okay? I want you to call me when you want to have a conversation. We ain't got to even talk about the past. Nobody had a narcissistic rage because you're not talking to me. I don't give a fuck whether you talk to me or not. You're not talking to me because you're embarrassed you got caught doing some shit. And that's what cowards do. You're a big-ass fucking cowardly lion. Me, I get caught doing some shit, I'm going to stand on shit. Yeah, fuck that nigga. Fuck them a thousand times. I'm sorry, damn. That's it. That's it. Now, now, now it doesn't hold any power. <clears throat> when y'all be lying, when y'all lie, y'all give the other person power to blow your shit up. Shit, y'all didn't say nothing when I blew up the little, the dude that I was talking to when I went over to his fucking um house and put my business cards all over the thing and put pregnancy tests under the tires and shit like that. Y'all thought that shit was funny until it was somebody that you think that you know better than me, and you don't. Okay? Billy knows I cared for him. Billy knows I loved him. Billy knows I'm here. But until Billy starts telling the truth about who the fuck he is and starts rectifying that, I, I listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. I can't do that guilt. That he's gonna have. I'm not gonna. I'm not being in a relationship with it. I say no, and this is the first time that I chose myself over everybody else. It's the first time, so I'm proud of myself. So I don't really give a fuck what y'all think. I get on air and explain that shit because these are things that are hurting me. These are things that are hurting the community. You think I don't hurt for this dude? But you spent a lot of time being selfish, and now you have to stand on that. When y'all be out here wishing karma on people, let me tell you another double standard. You broads will wish karma on the chick that fucked your boyfriend, right? And then you get back with your boyfriend. Now, remember, this chick don't owe you shit, okay? She don't owe you nothing. Now, wife, yeah, that's different. Fuck her up, okay? Anytime I was fucking with somebody and I knew they had a bitch and maybe I was fucking with them because I didn't like your bitch, because bitches do that too. I'm going to just be honest with you, okay? I don't know if dudes do that, but I know bitches do. If I don't like your bitch because she thinks she's something and she done said some slick shit to me or she found out we was fucking around, I might still keep fucking your dude just because I don't like you, bitch, and and just because I can, because he don't give a fuck, so I'm going to show you how much he really don't give a fuck. Now, anytime I ever left dude's house, right, from fucking with him and maybe his girl didn't know or whatever, I made sure that every time I walked outside I was ready to fight. You know why? Because if I ever seen one of y'all or anybody leaving my dude's house, I'm beating your motherfucking ass. I'm going to beat his ass, too. I don't got no double standard when it comes to that. He's going to get the worst ass with him, but you getting beat, too, because I don't know if you robbed us. I don't know what happened. But you people think that it's okay to function in a way that you could do stuff for people, and then when they push back, it's a problem. Everything that we do in this lifetime has a motherfucking consequence. I was not going to spend the rest of my life being married to somebody that was going to be suffering consequences for shit that he did for 20 years. So we got to get rid of the double standard, guys. Like I said, I apologize to Jahari because it's not clear what happened and because I was blindsided by the fact that I thought I knew this person. And I apologize to anybody else, everybody except Billy, because when you're ready to talk, 
we going to talk, but we going to talk. I don't want to talk about the past. I don't want to talk about nothing. If you choose not to talk to me, that's on you, bitch. I'm going to be okay either way it goes. And like I said, I'm blessed. I'm happy. I'm proud of myself, and I'm going to keep being proud all the way into fucking the day I die. So I hope y'all do the same. I hope y'all live in y'all truth, and I hope y'all stop fucking having double standards. 